Hello and welcome to the NC Podcast. My name is Natasha Collins and I'm the host of this podcast. I am also the founder of NC Real Estate, which includes its members club, the landlords and property investors to come and build profitable property portfolios that completely align with their goals. So one thing I do want to talk to you about before we get started is my February 2021 webinar. This is all about building property investment business plans, because if you did not know, mortgage lenders are requiring you to jump through more hoops than ever in order to get lending. As part of that, you are now going to need to provide them with your business plan. So I'm going to do a webinar all about how to put that business plan together. That's going to be on Monday, the 22nd of February at 6.30 p.m. UK time. If you want to join, and I suggest you do, so that you can come and see me live, you want to go to ncrealestate.co.uk forward slash February 2021. Sign up, I'll send you all of the details. Plus, there are a few warm-up tasks that I really do suggest that you do. So make sure you read all of the emails that are coming out, have a look at all of the information that I provide you, and then come and join me live. I would be so excited to see you there. So what am I going to talk to you about today? Well, this is something I have been working on since September. So this has been a long time in the works. I just got £14,855.60 refunded to a service charge account. (gasps) It's a lot of money, isn't it? Huge amount of money. And the reason why I did this is because on top of all of the service charge that I pay on this building, and guys, it's the same bloody building that took us through leasehold tribunal last year. Um, I was in a bit of a miffed state. The fact that we went through tribunal last year, I felt that it was it was done very underhand. But then on top of all of the service charge that we got sent last year, we had to pay. It was creeping up. It was roughly about £120 a month on this building. In September, they then served us uh, with the service charge accounts, which said that they had overspent on the service charge by £14,848.14. How does that happen without telling us? You tell me. It's completely idiotic that managing agents who would be acting on behalf of their own interests in this situation, so they're acting on behalf of the head leasehold, would be running up uh, costs without ever letting us know. And of course, after being messed around for years and years and years about who's responsible for the roof and who's responsible for maintenance and this, that and the other. Um, I was annoyed, to say the least. Every other building that I have, it is not this hard. It is not this hard. This one managing agent seems to just get things wrong time and time again. So had this massive bill, then they sent each of the leaseholders a demand for £1,500 that they wanted us to pay immediately. And I said no. I got in contact with all of the other leaseholders and I said, there is something seriously strange about this bill. We're not paying it. Don't pay it. Don't transfer them any money because I don't think that it is owed. So me and a team of 
uh, another two leaseholders who were really happy to help me out on this. We started going through the summary of accounts with a fine tooth comb, right? Because it just seemed bizarre, again, that we would be charged so much money. So what happened was we said to the managing agent, hey, guys, send us a breakdown. Send us a breakdown of where you have spent all this money. We would like to understand. Help us to understand how you have put this together. And the fact that this end of year accounts came out a week after the tribunal decision. So there was something coinciding there. So we got a breakdown of costs, right? Of where this 14,848 pounds and 14 pence came from. Well, the first two costs were exactly the same and they were for exactly the same thing. So we asked to see the invoice for that um, and it was 180 pounds for broken lights in the communal areas twice at the top of the statement. Turns out the managing agent had duplicated the invoice and accidentally charged us twice. Okay, easy cross out. Next up, we had looked at the lock. We'd had to have the doors, the lock to the common parts door changed early on last year, maybe around about the second quarter. And the reason being is that the managing agents had lost the key card that needed to go with uh, the keys when you get the keys cut, you know, for these security doors, that's what you have to do. And the managing agent was adamant that it was our problem as leaseholders. And we kept going back and saying, no, you've got the key card. And I even had evidence from another property manager within the company who had used the key card to get me two keys cuts the last time I was in London. So I knew full well that they had the key card because I'd met with the lady on site. She had shown me the key card that she had kept hold of plus given me two keys. So they had it. They had just accidentally lost it. They then charged us to replace the cylinder for the lock and for brand new keys throughout. So we said, no, we're not paying for it. You've added it here. You've never told us how much that was going to be. You've put it on the additional charges, but it was completely your fault. And here's the evidence to, uh, to prove that. And we kept escalating it and escalating it until we got to a formal complaint where we said, well, how do we prevent this from happening again? Every time you make a mistake, you can't just add that onto our service charge bill because we can't be in control of the key card, you're the managing agents. And eventually they had to say, oh yeah, sorry, uh, our fault. We shouldn't have lost the key card. Um, don't worry, we'll refund you that amount of money. So tick, we then got 132 pounds and 216 pounds refunded. Fantastic. Then looking further down, again, there is a duplicated invoice of 1,368 pounds. That £1,368 is for high pressure water gent line clean. And again, there is two rows which say exactly the same thing and they have two reference, they have the same reference number for each of the invoice. So we were like, guys, you can't process the same invoice twice, take it off our accounts. Tick, easy win. Then it got a little bit harder. They had included two costs one for £4,725 and another one for £3,780. They said that they incurred this back in, back end of uh, 2018 and 
somewhere around February 2019, I could find absolutely no evidence of them ever telling us that they were going to incur those charges and then bill it to us in a couple of years time. None whatsoever. And so I emailed them and I said, look, show me where you've told us that this was, that we were going to be expecting this and that we were going to have to pay for it. Um, And then they sent me something from May 2019, which apparently suggested that they had told us about these costs. Nowhere in that document that they sent us did it say that they were going to charge us this year. In fact, it did not mention the fact that these costs had been incurred. It said that these costs were going to be incurred in the following service charge year. So in the 2019-2020 service charge year, the works were going to be undertaken. So it never said that they had already been completed. And so I sent it back to them and I said, well, nowhere have you told us that you've ever done anything in 2018, in February 2019, and that you were going to charge us if you were going to charge it through the 2019-2020 service charge accounts. And they said, well, we can do what we like. What? No, you can't. If you're going to charge an amount of money that's that big, number one, you need to have gone through a Section 20 notice procedure. But also, number two, you have to tell us that you're incurring the costs. We have to agree to it. And then you tell us when we're going to see those costs uh, arrive in our service charge statement, right? That's, it's standard. It's absolutely standard that, um, you know, that's part of the leasehold rights and regulations of a leaseholder. Um, and I wrote them an email that says, you cannot charge us for something we didn't know was happening at the time. We didn't agree to a retrospective Section 20 notice that you could backdate. We were told you were going to begin works once you had consulted us. If you cannot provide us with the evidence, this shouldn't be payable. Otherwise, you could be running up thousands of pounds of costs right now. Next year, consult on it. We don't agree. So you decide to go through tribunal and then afterwards say, well, we hedged our bets. You would agree and we dragged you through tribunal. So now you have to pay. The leasehold system doesn't work like that. We have the right to be consulted before you do works. So I want to see evidence of you consulting us prior to running up a bill for circa £7,000. This was after five months of asking them just to provide me the evidence. Show me the evidence of where you decided to run up these costs. Tell me what you were doing. Tell me how you were doing it. And at no point could they ever provide me evidence. And it got down to the fact that I was saying to them, could you please just tell me if you told us you were going to run up these costs in 2018, 2019, yes or no? And they would not come back with a yes or no answer. It would be another question. And eventually I had to take that through complaint. And it wasn't until I sent that strong worded email saying, look, you can't do it. That's not how the leasehold system works. Did they then decide they were going to take it off? What also came out of that was that in the 2019 service charge years, they had charged us 3,780 from planning permission costs that they had never undertaken. I'm looking back through my notes and thinking, well, you know, we, we have never seen planning application on this building, yet you've charged us this much for it. And at the time we were like, okay, well, 
go forward with the planning permission if you need to get the planning permission. But now looking back on it, they didn't get planning permission. So again, they've now had to agree to refund the £3,780 for that too. The other thing that had happened was that there hadn't been any cleaning at the first, the first half of 2020, reason being because of the pandemic. But what they were doing was they were still signing off on invoices. Still signing off on invoices, we were still paying these cleaning contractors and they were still getting their pay even though they weren't turning up. And we had said to the managing agent at the time, these contractors are not turning up. They're not coming. And they didn't believe us, but we had we hung a sign-in chart at the door of the building. And we said to them, look, if the cleaning people don't sign in, we cannot tell you that they have been here, in which case they don't get paid. And this went on and on and on. And it was such a tiny amount, but the principle is, if you are a property manager, look at the contractors that you are hiring to come into the building. So that was 447 pounds and 60 pence that they have to pay us back for the cleaning that didn't happen. On top of that, they've offered us 200 pounds in compensation. I mean, it's not really anything. The whole thing that I wanted to take away from this with them was that stop messing us around. Stop trying to pull the wall over our eyes. You have to go and look at the service charges that you're sending out and you have to make sure that they're correct. Because otherwise we spend months and months and months going through this only to find that you've charged us for things that you shouldn't have to charge us for and you now have to refund us that amount of money, 14,855 pounds and 60 pence. And they had sent us a bill for 14,848 pounds and 14 pence. So actually we're seven pounds 46 in profit. The moral of the story for you that's listening and I've been through my whole service charge budget there and how we got the, the money back. But what I want you to take away from this is the fact that number one, you have to keep your records. If you are a leaseholder or you're a landlord of a leasehold property, please keep your records because you have to argue this stuff. Unfortunately, managing agents don't care enough to make sure that their service charges are correct. And then you can get these massive bills they can start demanding them from you. And unless you can prove otherwise, you have to pay it. And the minute you get that service charge or that end of year statement through, you have to say, hold up, this does not look right. This really doesn't. And then once you've disagreed with it, you need to go back through and make sure that you can have a look at everything that's been going on. You also need to make sure that no other leaseholders are paying for it because if another leaseholder agrees to it and they paid for it, it's very hard for you to take this through um, and start arguing it because they say, well, hold on a second, this other person's agreed to it. It's not right, it's not transparent, but this seems to be how it works and it is so frustrating. I'm lucky in a way that I am an expert in this, service charges is part of my jam. So I get quiet pleasure out of being able to argue this and in a very polite way, but setting out my rights as a leaseholder and saying, hold up. But can you imagine if you don't know about this and you're being charged 15 grand for stuff that actually didn't happen? And this, does, this doesn't just happen on this building, this happens on buildings across the country. 
there has to be a duty to be transparent. And the fact that we don't see that is so utterly frustrating. I conduct myself on being transparent on what I know, what I don't know. If you were, ask me, if you were to ask me about something I don't know, I'm not going to make up an answer and pretend like, oh yeah, this is the answer to this problem. Hell no. But then people shouldn't be employed to do service charges who don't understand or don't take care in looking at the invoices that they have signed off to be paid and what that means. They also don't think about signing off seven grand's worth of works without telling leaseholders who ultimately have to pay for it. And I think the reason being is because they just don't know how it works. And one of the outcomes that I have asked for this managing agent is to show me proof that they are now retraining their staff. Their staff need to understand how to administer service charges and how to make sure that they are correct so that this doesn't keep happening. This must have taken them so much time and it's cost them £14,855.60 in losses, right? Because they now can't charge us it. They have to pick that up themselves. That's a huge loss, a huge loss. And can you imagine what they're doing on other people's buildings? So here's my advice to you. Please, please take a leaf out of my book, guys. Please, 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 please. Every time you receive service charge accounts, you need to file them somewhere so you can keep referring back to them. That is absolutely vital. You then need to keep all of the communication that you are given around Section 20 consultations, meetings of any minutes that you join and you are part of, any emails about service charges. I've got thousands of emails on this building, but I will keep them all because as you can see, it's important so that you can keep track of what's going on. And if they send you things in the post, scan it all in and also keep that on file. I cannot stress it enough how important this is when dealing with leasehold property. You have to hold your managing agents accountable and you have to make sure that they are charging you for the right things. I know it shouldn't be your job, but unfortunately in this climate it is because this particular managing agent, I know they have bigger thing, things to deal with. For example, the fact that many of their buildings have cladding on the outside. Thank goodness this building doesn't, but we have to be aware of the fact that this can go wrong and service charges can go horribly wrong and they need to be looked at. And it's well within your right to keep asking questions. You can keep asking questions because they have to be transparent. They have to send you the information that you ask for. It is your job to ask for it. Please, as you'll get your end of year service charge accounts, please go through it with a fine tooth comb. It is imperative that you do that. And if you want me to take a look, well, you have to be in the members club for me to do that. But join the members club when it opens next, because I will have a quick look at these for you and give you some pointers of what to look out for and what information to go and find. Because I am a strong believer that we should only pay for what we are invoiced for, we should be invoiced for under the 85 Act, because there are laws and legislation in place to protect leaseholders. If we put our heads in the sand about this, we are letting them get away with it and we should not be doing that. Don't be afraid to raise this further to a formal complaint. Make sure that, you know, they know that you are looking into things. But don't be rude. Don't be awful about it. You know, just go through the process. It takes time, but it is so worthwhile. £15,000, huge amount of money.
when you think about it on the grand scheme of things. Someone has run that up without consulting us properly. And that is the most frustrating thing. But keep going out, asking those questions, making sure that you understand what's going on. You always have the right to do it. If in doubt, ask. I'm hoping that this short podcast episode will now give you an idea to go back through and look at all the information that you've got on your leasehold property and look at your service charge accounts in detail. You really, really need to do that. Keep on top of it, keep a good filing system, or at least get a VA to do a good filing system for you. Keep this information, seriously, keep hold of it because you never know when you're going to need it in the future. All right. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. I've enjoyed having you with me. I really have. Thank you for being here. If you've liked this, please make sure to rate and review it. That also helps more people find this podcast. Thank you for listening to me today. I cannot wait to catch up with you again soon.